When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. So, um, if you notice, I'm still wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, uh, no context. Because I have not got <laughs> context. And I always think of this conversation, Will, that you and I had. And maybe, Danielle, you were there. It was at a convention where... So, I love my optometrist. I can walk there. It's in my neighborhood. He's a jazz musician. He's like, wow. the, you know... Of but, course. like, he's also letting me down. Like, <laughs> the office is not calling me about my contacts. And I mm. remember, Will, I... I was complaining about my dentist. Do you remember this conversation? Oh, I had like my local dentist that I went to and I really loved her, but she was horrible. And you were like, yeah. get a new dentist. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm loyal. Like she's my local <laughs> dentist and we have these great conversations. She's like, yeah, but if she messes your mouth up, leave her. <laughs> I was like, but I want to support my local dentist. You're like, you're local dentist. Like she's leaving tools in your mouth. And she did. Like she was horrible. Like I realized like I would never have enough Novocaine so I'd like feel everything and oh, I'd always no. be like, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. I need another shot or like uh, whatever. I just like constantly. But you're supporting she would, she would, like, your local stuff. dentist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a friend who's a dentist. Um, 
And I remember him telling me once, like, uh, people people would get really attached to him. And so like, if they they went through a divorce, it would, he would like get in the middle of divorces. Like oh people would like gosh. claim him and like not, he would, they, they would find out that like the person that they divorced was still going to him and they'd be upset with him. And he's like, I'm a dentist, dude. Like I can't help you. Oh uh, man. But dude, yeah, it's I so always weird think, so you're mentioning with this my, though. <laughs> what? It is so weird you're mentioning this because last week Sue and I had a sit down looking at each other going, <laughs> We we need a new dentist. Really? We can't. Oh. We can't. We've been with the same guy for years. You went to this guy too, right? Yeah. This was the yeah, same no, guy I back he in the day. He was great. I thought he was great. No, he was. Remember how his office was twenty years ago? Same yeah. office. Same stuff. Oh, no. you, you need a little spice in your your no, dentist. No, 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 no. no. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's been no there's been no <laughs> upgrades in the equipment from twenty twenty five years ago. <laughs> So he's still putting like one leg on the seat next to you as he's scraping your teeth. And there, and there's friends of ours going like, you know, they've got like sonic water. stuff. And yeah. <laughs> like, clean so your teeth we, with water now. Literally last oh week, first made fun of Danielle in our home for doing the exact thing Sue does, where she's like, I got to go to the optometrist. So better Costco. hit Costco. Yep. Um, and then that's what I said, too. I was like, it's awesome. You get samples and a pap smear. Uh, and then um, th- th- we did the same thing. Your tires like, rotated. We gotta go. We got to yeah, go. You get your tires. Exactly. Colonoscopy while your tires are changed. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, that whole uh, thing. But we did the same exact thing. It's, it's like we funny. have to get it's out of the It's very personal. Like, once you make the choice and you I find know. somebody you like, it's hard to change. Like, that's so why I finally, I did change the dentist, but I'm not yeah. going to change the optometrist. I'm, I'm just too in love with the guy. I'm, I'll just wear glasses. You know, maybe uh, even though I hate it, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll uh, just wear but, glasses. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. I am Will Friedle. So today we are recapping season one, episode 21, Boy Meets Girl. It originally aired May 6th, 1994. I will not remind you that that's one day after my birthday. Uh, The synopsis is that Corey feels pressured to jumpstart his romantic life after being forced to sit through an educational film in puberty and learning that Sean has a date. This was a really good episode. It's a great episode. This is one of my favorite episodes we've watched so far. Yep. Well, it's one of the best episodes of the show. I think, I agree. and I thought, and I still believe that this was the last episode we filmed. I, I guess think it, it was. was. So it too. was. It, was. Okay. it yeah. had to be because okay. I want one of the last things, the memories that yes. I have is the three of us on that. The, that's the last scene we did in front of the yes. audience because we had pre-taped 100%. the next scene, which was me in the hallway. Yeah. So, or then there's two scenes after that that we had pre-taped. So yes. I believe that because that was the end of the entire season was the three of us looking at each other in front of the audience and me yep. saying, we have a confirmed date and yep. having so much fun. And I remember hugging each other and being like, that's it. This might be the That's end the of season. our TV I agree. show. <laughs> this I might, agree. You know, it, it had yeah. such a feeling of, yeah. So this had to yeah. have been the last episode we filmed. I remember it being the last episode because I was. remember thinking, whoa, we just ended the season with my character being like a setup. A big part. For yeah. A, for what's to come, possibly, yeah. if there's anything to come. And Which not to give you bigger, not to give you bigger hair, Danielle, but um, you killed it in this episode. Yeah. Oh, killed thanks. it in this episode. You know what? Yeah. I thought I was absolutely terrible in the scene with, uh, now uh, we'll get to it, but I wrote some okay. stuff. But boy, was I ever telegraphing. Yeah. Some real telegraphing. Oh, I'll, I thought it was I'll, great. I'll, I'll I show thought you. you were great. Um, but it was directed by David Trainer. It was written by Jeanette Kotichas Burley. I hope I said that right. Um, she also wrote the Boys to Mensa episode. Interesting. Also, you know, Boys to Mensa is a fantastic episode. Two great. This episode, episode. is a fantastic episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
where did she go? Why would she have not been? Why would she not have stuck around? Why? This is clearly a person you should be saying, oh, my gosh, you clearly have a great voice for the show. So we only had three women on staff. We had Susan Estelle Jensen. Susan was a writer slash producer. And then this woman and then April Kelly. And after this season, two of them left. Yeah. Right. Erica Montalfo, Laura Runnels, Patty Carr. I'm trying to think of, can you think of other women that were on the staff? Like actually on the staff? Karen McCain. No, I meant as writers. writers. Oh, as writers. Yeah. Susan, yeah. Susan, yeah. Yeah, so four or five that I can think of over seven years. And I'm sure we're missing some. I'm sure we are missing some. We're going to get into the the, the middle seasons and be like, oh my God, of course she was on staff. But it wasn't a ton. Nope, nope, definitely uh, not. Yeah. So for guest cast in this episode, we have Brienne O'Donnell as Hillary. She makes her return. We remembered yep. her so vividly when we saw her the first so time. Funny. And then we have Giselle McKenzie as a narrator voice and Gil Stratton Jr. as TV announcer. So I don't think Gil Stratton is the is the voice of the telegram. Yeah, I think that's Chris Kyra's voice. It sounded familiar. And I feel like we used to quote that line in years to come. Yeah. Telegram, you know, and I and I swear I heard it and I was like, I remember that reading. And I if think it is it's him, because he it was didn't Chris get Kyle. credit for it. So no. right. I wonder if it Did was you Chris also Kyle. hear that after his episode after Chris was on our episode, a whole bunch of people went to the Christmas store yes. and he was like, Everybody's hitting me up on my Instagram yes, and all that. It was good, so good. cool to hear that. It's so I know. Awesome. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you. Oh I know we do. We, yeah, we, we do. have to go. Yeah. But thank you, everybody, for for going and, and visiting Chris. That's really yes, cool. Yes, thank you all, all of you, for being so supportive of all of our guests. We yeah. so appreciate you guys giving them as much love as we feel for all of them. And so thank yeah. you, because um, everybody cool. always feels so welcomed by you, and it really means a lot to us. Yep, very cool. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and... Loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. 
So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. So we start the episode in Feeney's classroom. The class is watching a video about puberty. Corey says the movie is rated H for hurl. (laughs) Feeney says the video explains how their bodies will change. Corey continues to mock it, and Sean does another armpit fart. And uh, And does the voice. Second double fart. Yeah. And he, I don't understand how this developed, but it's a thing. Could you, you talked about this last time. Could you not do the sound? Could you actually not make the sound? I I think it was probably just too complicated, right? Because I would have had to get under four shirts. Right. Yes. <laughs> how do you how do you get all the way down there under it and make enough of a sound? For and then it? And we yeah. weren't we didn't have lav mics on. We had like boom mics, so then a boom would have needed to get close enough that we could really hear it. And I think also yep. it's just kind of another bit that the two boys have right. where yep. you Must know be. what's coming. I put my hand under here and you make the sound. It's just us being. But so I mean, insane. I'm saying why you it's didn't bizarre. even make, you didn't even fake the sound like with your mouth, like yeah. like yeah. you didn't do it yourself. I don't yeah. think that's very strange. Well, yeah. in, in previous times when you've done this, it says that it was a raspberry that you blew. This time in the captions, it says P-B-F-F-T. It says... Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the, the old uh, animation way of doing it. It's like right. the old uh, Tex, Tex Avery kind of kind of yeah. thing, yeah. Well, Topanga says she welcomes puberty and compares it to a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Corey says hormones turn a guy's face into craters are us. And I immediately mm-hmm. thought of Ryder yeah, saying... Too. Me that too. he remembers feeling like, based yes. on writing in the show, that having acne bad jokes. acne, yeah, is like made you extra insecure. Yep. 
There it is. Sean drops his pencil, and then he bumps hands with the girl next to him. The female writer. She looks so much like you. <laughs> she does. So she's so cute actually. too. But she she's is so cute. cute. She's, so, she's cute. so cute. I love how they also great. like pushed her desk like two feet a closer to mine. Yeah. <laughs> so like she's in the background of Lee's shots. You can see her like off to the right, like clearly in like not in line with the rest of the. I know. Which why didn't the they just row. move all the desks? I, I know. Cheated. I also so love funny. though. There's camera. something to. It's like the, the part of you goes like, what, has she been sitting there the whole time and we just never noticed her? And that's the point is that he's never noticed oh, that yeah. she's Funny. been sitting there the whole time. Like she's been there the entire series as far as we're concerned. And this is the yep. first time we notice her because it's the first time Sean notices her. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And you guys bump hands and it's almost like you get electrocuted. You pull your hand <laughs> I, back like, whoa. I have to say, this is, the, one of the, this is probably the first time I was actually impressed with my acting. It was, was great. Like, yeah. That is an amazing, cool little, like it was so believable the way <laughs> yes. I pulled away from her and stared. I was like, wow, that felt like a real moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow, that was, that was a good reaction. Uh, so I was, yeah, for, of all the things we've watched this entire season, I was finally like, oh, little hey. writer. Look how natural I was. Yeah, I was natural. It was. It was was really good. It felt very. Yeah, it's a predictable moment, but it felt real. As opposed to like, I didn't like the laugh scene later. I was like, stop. Like it just. I remember the laugh scene later. Yeah, I remember it, but I just didn't like the performance as much. Whereas this performance felt so authentic. Um, Yeah, it was fun. As authentic as a sixth grader making a George Burns joke. Because that, that way they like, yes, the, ah, the, the old George Burns joke. My friends and I used to talk about that when we were 11 all the time, too. He was a, such a topic of conversation, George Burns. Like, wow. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that line. We'll have to get, when we get to that, you can point it out. So it's right Corey here. It's in this it's scene. It's right here. It's in this oh, scene. Oh, really? It's in this scene. Corey yeah. makes a George Burns joke, and it was like, wow, okay. Yeah, Corey's <laughs> talking about how he's going to dodge hormones during all this and says, Sean is with him. And then we realize Sean is definitely not with him, and he is Sean, still Sean. totally phased by the female he's now in love with. Aww. And then we, we're they tried the ha. Credits. Well, they tried the ha again. Tried the ha again. That's yep. that's d- didn't stick either. I think that's I was right. gone. This is probably the last. I think time, yeah. Right? Probably yeah. The last time like, it we tried it because again, yeah. you're the only ones that are highing. And then we're in the school cafeteria. Sean sees his new love interest again and asks well, but, Corey. Actually, I'm oh, sorry. Hold on. But the ha became part of our handshake. Actually, yes. So well, we yeah, it was part of the handshake. Before, part of the handshake before all this, but the actual just looking at each other and just going, ha! That. But I wonder if Ben and I put it in our handshake because we had already yeah. done it on the show. I think so. I think so. that's Maybe. probably what happened. Yeah. Is it, Maybe. So the, the catchphrase influenced real life the writer handshake. Ben, which then became part of the show. So it was Went like this weird show, loop. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. But yeah, we hmm. were doing the ha in reference probably to what we had done in, I don't know, whichever first episode we did the ha in. Which oh. the funny thing is that if you guys were incorporating it into your handshake, it must have meant you guys actually liked it. So it didn't yeah. feel like it wasn't working. Yeah. It was something you guys enjoyed. And right. then, right. so yeah. I mean, it definitely works in the handshake. So I guess as yeah. long as it stuck around in, in some yeah. duration, that's fine. So Sean sees his new love interest and he asks Corey, how do you ask a girl out? And in this moment, we see Lee digging through a giant briefcase. I mean, a giant briefcase. (laughs) It is huge. And in the background, Dusty is there chugging the red fruit punch drink. And I could smell it, and I could taste it <laughs> while I was watching the episode. Oh, maybe and my that's why we can't hurt find him. Maybe he's from in the a, sugar burn. He's in a gutter somewhere, just covered in red drink. 
because that's all it was. Is that, that's what it would be called. Just hooked. red drink. First season. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's just hooked at. Red drink Don't number four. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me by red drink. Like, oh, God, Dusty's on it again. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite lines of the entire yeah. season. The you Easy. <laughs> you open the door and you ask her to get out. Yeah. <laughs> How do you ask a girl oh. out? Easy. You open oh. the door and say, get out. You're bothering oh, me. Genius. Just so genius. funny. And like, yep. you know, we talked about how the show at this point is walking. I mean, obviously this whole episode is about walking that line between like, you know, being a, a kid who's interested in girls and being a kid who's like just not there yet. And that line is gets right to the heart of it and is hysterical. Yeah. And yeah. And it, ben just how delivers it, works it so perfectly. Too. This yeah. is how it works in every friend. You know, I can only speak from the male side, but for every friend group. There was always one that was faster with it, with it, with dating, with girl. Yeah. And then it was everybody kind of either you you went back and forth from this morbid curiosity of wanting to know what it was like to I don't come on. We're just supposed to go camping, man. Like, I don't want to talk yeah. about this. All right. And so it was it was very real. Again, this yeah. this kind of writing where there always is one or two that are just faster than everybody else. Yep. So it makes funny. sense that it's Sean, too. Makes total sense that it's Sean. Of course. Yeah. Well, this actually kind of becomes a big part of the show, actually. I, yeah. Like it, it, you're saying it makes sense that it's Sean, but because of this episode in part. Do you know what I mean? I like, so this too. was the, the, the initial, like, Sean being girl crazy and, and, and chasing girls and caring about girls and being in love. Like, all of that was really not established until now. Uh, this is the episode that kind of did it. And, yeah. of course, also established this one of the central tensions of Boy Meets World, which yeah. is, can friendship survive a romantic relationship? Like, can yeah. two, two guys stay friends when one of them is in love or the other falls in love with somebody? You know, like, that, yeah. that like, which is such a, to me, like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of over that as a theme. <laughs> like, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. But we really milked that. Like, Boy Meets World played that, that like, love triangle between a bromance and a romance yeah. constantly. We, I mean, that yeah. was but a it was wedding also, episode. It makes total sense, though, then why the, dy- the, the kind of dynamic of Eric changed, too. Because they couldn't mm-hmm. have Sean become girl crazy and, and have Eric dating. become girl yeah. crazy. It was like, it's yeah. got to be one or the other. And the sh- and Sean brought more tension to the, what you're talking about, the relationship right. with Corey, if they went that way. Right. So it's like, well, now what do we do with Eric? So do you think Eric talks about girls at all in the second season? Do you remember? He does, yes. No, because second season was, if memory serves, and it, it it's hazy for second season. I remember the start, but I remember coming back, all of a sudden Eric is very preppy. Hmm. Jason is in more episodes and it is kind of about the girls. Cause I think we do like, this is like the Nancy Kerrigan skating hmm. stuff. And, okay. uh, you know, there, it is still girl. I think one of the episodes Man, is getting Nancy Kerrigan is until like season four. No, it can't. Cause wasn't the, I, it was right after the Olympics, which were in 94. Okay. okay. Wow. Um, I'm so, yeah, no that's when gonna be but so the whole Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding thing happened yeah, was before no the 94 memory. Olympics. Right. And then we, we had her on the show. So th- was this was second season David Kendall, right? Didn't Kendall come on second season? I thought season? Kendall came in third or fourth. But I, I thought guess it was so second. too, third or fourth season. Maybe he did. I could totally be wrong. I mean, I could totally be wrong. It could absolutely have come third or fourth season. Um, but there's still kind of Eric girl crazy. And then we won't talk about it now, but we'll get to the episode where Eric changed and became totally stupid. And I can remember exactly when it happened. Oh, you actually Ex- know the episode. Wow. Exactly when oh, it happened. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, so we'll point it out when, it, and it's not, it's not like, oh, that was subtle. It's like, oh, that's where it happened. Um, mm. so we'll be able to see it. But yeah, this is where Sean starts to be the girl crazy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, Sean clarifies he means asking a girl on a date, and Corey says Eric uses the shotgun approach and just dials random numbers until he gets a yes. <laughs> Minkus is listening in on their pathetic conversation and asks if they need some advice from a seasoned veteran. Pathetic was Minkus's word, not my own mm-hmm. word. And he then pulls out Perky Magazine, Perky which is a magazine. teen magazine. I want a copy of this magazine. Know, so is that a real? Too. It's not a real magazine. No, right? okay, but I okay. love it. It's perfect. I remember the magazines the way they looked. And yeah. uh, I remember Perky Magazine. Yeah, I wish I would have <laughs> stolen one. Um, he says it's his research material. Corey is still grossed out by girls, but Sean says he'll borrow the magazine from Mingus for a couple of days. And Corey says that magazine is everything they don't want to know. And Sean pretends to agree, but puts the magazine in his back pocket. Back pocket. <laughs> I love yep. that. And a then joke. the girl from class walks up and says hi to Sean. And he awkwardly laughs. And she asks him out to the movies. And he says yes, but then just keeps laughing very awkwardly. Corey mm-hmm. tells Sean to stop laughing, but Sean can't and is feeling very weird. Mm-hmm. I remember this scene and you doing the laugh so yeah. well. Yeah, I do. And I remember it. how uncomfortably long you Wait, had to do it for. Yes. Yeah. And it feels like that. <laughs> That's why I was I watching it going to, like, though. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I definitely like I could tell that I was losing energy. Like this yeah. is this joke yeah. is going on too long. Like we are also forcing losing this breath. There wasn't really that right. much going on in between. And it was like the same it's a very it's a very funny thing that you can't stop laughing but if it were half the uh, the amount of time it, it would, would have been, been perfect yeah, yeah. yeah i agree it's yeah, like, it could have just gone out on me going like i don't know i can't stop Done. exactly i feel very and weird <laughs> i feel very weird but instead it's like he keeps talking to me i keep just you know they yeah. just yeah. and i wonder if that just happened because it went well and then they kept adding to it right and stressing little rider out and that yeah. became part of the <laughs> and then that the became part of it yeah uh, uh, i like that she asked him out yeah. yeah, it's like trying to figure out how to how how do you ask a girl out, and she just walks up like, "Hey, you want to go to the movies?" <laughs> I think, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So we're in Corey and Eric's room. Sean is telling Eric all about his this date. So he cool. Snuck into the movies again. I know. And we we, oh, cool. we we work together all the time. We've been telling yeah. people for years. We did one scene together, and we laughed, so we couldn't do. It. We work together all the time, apparently. Yeah. No, I I mean I I didn't remember. Yeah, but I I felt like just watching this it felt really cool like it felt really yeah. comfortable for yeah. our characters to be having this conversation yes and like, agreed yeah, it was fun yeah so uh, they snuck into the movies and then they split the cost of popcorn which Eric loves he thinks she's a real keeper she's a keeper mm-hmm. and she was down for a, an illegal act and then she was down to split the popcorn and then Corey comes in and asks what they're doing and Eric says do you mind me and Sean are talking Corey asks if Sean forgot about their basketball game and Sean admits that he did he lost track of time Eric says they're talking about guy stuff and like basically please leave and it's pretty mean pretty mean from an older brother too yeah, I think it's very pretty, real but it's very but it's, yeah. it's like oh man that's harsh you know yeah it is very yeah. real though I mean it's, oh absolutely uh, yeah yeah no it's good writing it's but as a younger brother because you're talking I felt to his that. best friend yeah. you know yeah right no oh. I've had moments like that where it's because with I've had I have two older brothers so there's there were times where it was like you're not ready for the can you just go and it's like oh it, it crushes you a little bit yeah Aww. you're not you're not there yet so yeah I thought it was very real Eric asks Sean what they watched at the movies, and Sean says, like, we watched the movie. And then when Eric starts to ask if they were making out, Sean says, no, we threw malt balls at people's heads for two hours, which is very cute. Morgan runs in and waves Eric's keys in his face, saying she needs to get a Mother's Day gift, and Corey needs to get one, too. Now, alone, Sean tells Corey they should go play basketball, but Corey says he should hang with Hillary. You can tell he's very hurt. 
And Sean says, it's always him and Corey and nothing has changed. And then we optical flip. Optical to the flip. I was waiting for that. Optical flip. <laughs> Sean avoids sitting with Corey. He says, I'm going to go sit with Hillary. And Corey is drinking apple juice, not the red drink. Yeah. Why does Corey get glass Martinelli's apple juice? And the rest of star. us were stuck with red drink. He's the star. He's also ben the, said something. Ben the was like, only no one getting an education in, in the entire school. <laughs> so there's that as well. Can we talk very briefly about the enormous mustard and ketchup jars behind I him? I saw those. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's like we it's like we're at a football stadium. <laughs> Seriously. It's like there is there nine gallon mushroom or mushroom Mush- mu- mustard <laughs> mustard and ketchup jar. Yeah. Just huge mustard and ketchup behind him. Pretty yeah. funny. I, yeah. I did not notice, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take your word me. For it. I saw it too. Yeah, Corey runs over to Minkus to ask about his research and how do you get a girl to how do you how to get a girl to go out with you? Minkus says the number one thing girls want is shared interest, and number two is a sense of humor. Corey isn't sure who he should ask out, and Minkus, Minkus tells him just go for the first thing in a dress. And then after passing some girls <laughs> in jeans, looking for a dress. <laughs> yep, Corey yes. looking for a dress and seeing Panga. jeans. Topanga is the first girl he sees with a dress and he asks what's interesting in her life. And she says that Mercury is in retrograde, (laughs) which is just causing general chaos in the universe. I remember this line so well. Really? Do you remember this, Danielle? Did you, no. you, you didn't remember this line? Oh my God. I, I think, I swear we used to say that for years. Mercury's Mercury in retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, yeah, we, we said did. it on the same. Yeah, I, it wasn't surprising to me that Topanga talked about Mercury being in retrograde, but I didn't, I didn't remember the whole line and I didn't remember saying it for years, but now that you say oh, that, I kind of remember it. I remember every one of your lines from this episode. It's so funny. Oh, this was, yeah, me too. This is a very important episode. Like I remember being super aware of what we were, I guess it's just because it was the last one we did. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. 
When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So Corey tells her a joke and she doesn't really get it. He asks if she wants to go to B- Bob Stubacek's Burger World <laughs> after school. Bob Stubacek's pizza, burger, sports, yeah. sporting goods. Yeah. Oh, man. So when and we do a pop-up Chubbies, we have to have like a pop-up Bob Stubacek's Bob everything else. Exactly. Yeah. It'll, be the, it'll be our version of Costco. It'll just be yeah. Bob Stubacek. And you can get what, everything. Optometry, dentist. Chubby Stubacheks. I like it. <laughs> or, or Chubby's is the pop-up and Bob Stubacheks runs our merch department. Ah. <laughs> merch. Merch. That's what, yeah. Topanga says she's a vegetarian. Corey says, of course, the plan is to meet at Burger World and then walk over to International House of Salads. And Topanga <laughs> gleefully yells, I love IHOS. That yes. made me laugh out loud. I love IHOS. That's great. <laughs> that was great. I love IHOS. So they plan Great to meet line. at 430 and Topanga says it's a date and Corey is now terrified he's going on a date. Here's the thing of all the things. Why did this stick out to me? I don't know. But they're meeting at 530. And my first thought was, so is that a late lunch or an early dinner? Or are you just having a salad as a snack? What, what's going on here? A good what question. kind of a time is 430 to eat? Right. But also, why aren't they just meeting after school? Like, like Sean and his date just met at the lockers, right? She's like, I'll see you at the lockers and then we'll go to the movies. Whereas like but I, they need a time for Corey to go home. Right. Have a conversation he had, he with had the parents go, and right, cancel right, on yeah. her. So all right, well, it's all also right, IHOS. When you, IHOS by around 530 gets really packed. <laughs> True. Yeah. You want to be so the right. You want to get there yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. Doors <laughs> open at 431. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. And you really want to get there early. The yeah. iceberg's gone by like Did you say you really want to get there early? You do. You really want to get there. really want to get there early. You want to get there <laughs> oh god! Well, if is any good, is if IHOS is any good, they only serve butter lettuce. By the way, no, hundred percent. There's I a have... number of types of lettuce at IHOS. No, no IHOS no. is just that's like saying International in House of Pancakes only serves one type of pancake. That doesn't make mm. it an international house. That's just butter what... lettuce. Really, is you guys? I did have a salad not that long ago, and I specifically bought butter lettuce, thinking of both of you. Yep. And I was like, yeah, why have I been eating any other lettuce? 
Yeah, there's no other lettuce. It's the best. I, I mean, arugula is still really great and adds a little bit of a spice, but it can't sure. be your only lettuce in a salad. No, romaine you know? is good too. Romaine's but fine. Romaine's but fine. Com- romaine and compared to a butter? Mm. It depends what you're going to do with it. You make a burger, you want a nice crunch of iceberg right there on your on your burger. That's no, true because you, you do like crisp on your no, no, I do you agree. You want that, the crisp. It's the, it's, it's the well, texture. Listen, thing. I'll let All you right. both make me a burger and then we'll just decide. Uh, okay. Okay. So we're in the Matthews kitchen. Amy comes downstairs smiling and Alan asks what she knows that he doesn't. And she tells him Corey is going on his first date. Alan says dating wasn't always great for him while growing up. And Amy says she loved dating. She talked to eight guys a night. Okay, Amy, Amy go yeah. off. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. <laughs> she, hey. Listen, I don't, she, I don't she also was proposed to at least twice. Yeah. Yeah. She was a that was item. also a generational thing because I remember growing up, my mom used to tell me that they used like you would date a number of different people. Yeah. And that's literally just what it was. It was just dating. It yeah. wasn't anything torrid, but you, there would be you weren't committing to one person. You would always yeah. have a number of people that you were dating. That was the proper way to do it back in the day. I know. I so. remember having that conversation with my mom and my mom telling me like, Danielle, you're really like you focus all your energy on one person. And then if that person's not the right person, think of all the amazing people you may have missed out on. You have to exactly. keep your options open. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand that as. And you focused I, I on still, Lance and it just, I mean, well, <laughs> way to go. <laughs> I don't know why that that was a mistake. I don't know what your problem is. That's interesting. I never thought about that. I'm the same way. Like I was always like, yeah. you're my girlfriend. We're together. Yeah. Like even in third grade or whatever, when we yes. barely talked to each other, but it was like, we started going out, right? You, yeah. you right. go with somebody. Us too. And I guess in previous generations, that wasn't as much of a thing. No. Just kind of like hang out and be dating and. Yep. Huh. And multiple people. And, and yeah. that was the way it was. It was totally normal. It was, there wasn't sexual. It was just, you would be, yeah, you, you would go have, to dinners with people. Yeah. You go on right. group dates. You just, dates you would dances actively. Or, it's yeah. sort of yeah. why it's the same way you go to different stores. And you have different markets for different things and different in needs. You don't go to not one spread out. Right, yeah. right. But you were a Costco dater. Right. You totally were a Costco <laughs> I dater. Was a Costco you you dater. met a girl, you got the you got the, the gold card and yeah, you I made sure And then he made spot. sure he made her ring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Locked he, he, did, the metal. he did not go to Bob Stubachek's <laughs> ring world. He did no. not. No, no just way. brilliant. Can we talk very briefly about Rusty pouring coffee into a giant milk glass? Is, Is that, that what he, he did? Oh, yeah. Go back and watch. He has a milk glass, a full-on tall tumbler of milk glass that he walks over to the coffee pot and fills up to the top with coffee from the coffee thing that then Amy goes oh, over and grabs God. a mug and fills a mug from the same thing. I'm sitting there watching like, what? What? How is nobody saying <laughs> anything? Actors, so businessman. You know what that just Rusty happened? just did it one day with like yeah. a paper cup and then they were like, oh, we got to give him a cup. Uh, here, here's a cup. And he just yeah. did it. And then when he brings it to the table, there's nothing in yeah. it. And then they cut back and there's giant ice cubes in it. So now he's suddenly made iced coffee. It is the weirdest mm. thing. It's the weirdest actor business where I was just like, is he? Why is he holding a milk? Oh, that's a coffee. What the hell is going on? Oh, wow. Yeah, I will. I'm going to rewatch just for the you coffee should. scene. Cof- coffee scene. Yeah. So Amy says Corey seems excited to take out Topanga. And Alan says, Topanga, he always teases her. And then is like, oh, that's bad. I love it, that line. I love yeah. that. Because it was. it's true, right? Like you always like you tease or you make fun of the person that you... Kind of have now I know you've have, been I know Topanga has been to the house before but have Amy and Alan ever actually said the name Topanga before 
I was wondering if this is the first time they've uttered the word because they made it sound like they know exactly who you are. You've obviously yeah. been talked about a lot. And I'm wondering, have they ever actually said the name Topanga before? Or was this great the first question. time? I'm trying to that think. Amy, Amy definitely was in the scene with Topanga, right? When she muscles she her way in with, the, in with the, the pot brownies. Yeah. And we know that Alan <laughs> knows of them because they play the softball tournament. With against Tep- Yeah, they know of Jedediah. But have he, they he said about Topanga? Jedediah. I'm curious. No, no I don't no, think send so. Send your emails to Pod this is nice. I'm curious. This is, nice. no, I think this is the moment when it's like she becomes part of the That's the, what I mean. That's what it hit me as where it was like it wasn't. Because yeah. it easily could have been Topanga. What kind of name is that? Oh, she's right. this hippie girl in my school. Who, but, but it's like. But it wasn't. It was, oh, Topanga. Like we know yeah. exactly who Topanga he, yeah. is. Yeah. And yeah. that That's it changed. It lets you know that, no, this is. They know exactly who she is. She's been part of their life growing up. Yeah. And he knows the dad. And so that's what hit me was oh okay they're saying it like they know exactly who she is yeah you're right it, it feels a little bit like when we were like is this the first time sean's ever been in their house yeah right and right. and that you know and then when you pick up the phone and they're talking to your mom like it does it felt very much yeah. like oh i'm in the matthews family universe yes. not yep. just the Corey sean school universe right that's right. what it felt like to me when they were talking about you was okay so topanga's part of this and they're already planning if we get picked up to make her a much bigger part of the show that's yep. what all went through my head just with that one conversation about Topanga in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So Corey walks in and Amy says this date is going to be wonderful. And Alan says, this is the stupidest thing you've ever done. Corey says, ever since they watched that puberty movie at school, everyone has been acting weird. And Amy then realizes that Corey asked out Topanga to keep up with Sean and says that that's not very fair to Topanga. And I also Corey- love, though, how Alan, it's the same movie. That yeah, Alan no, watched yeah. as a kid. They're it hasn't been updated, yeah. hasn't it. been done anything. And I didn't even realize that I stole this for the Girl Meets World episode that I wrote, which is they watch a, a an old video about asking somebody out to go to a dance that I did the voiceover for. I was oh, like, meet, so you know, meet Billy. Billy's going to ask out Sally to the mm-hmm. day. And we did this whole kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I guess I subconsciously stole this from Boy. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's because funny. it is, you would always watch these movies that were from the yeah. 50s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About, you know, oh, you're ever changing body. Wow. Where's that odor coming from? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's it never changed. I love how Alan brings that up because my my parents would say the same thing. Like they're still showing that same one I watched the blood yeah. for driving. The driving class. There was a, a movie called Blood on the Asphalt. Oh, and they I would remember. constantly oh, yeah. show that. And it never changed. And it was like it, they showed it for generations. And I, yeah. I love how they're doing it. with. I the, mean, the they really one, tell you what the movie's about in the title. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, mean, I, I don't need to ask here. more details about yes. that movie. Yeah, I'm horrified. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Amy says that doesn't really feel fair to Topanga. And then he says, you know what? Honesty with women. Honesty is always the best policy. Corey calls Topanga to be totally honest with her. And then he tells her he has the flu, coughs into the phone, and he hangs up on her. Okay, hold on, hold on. Why does he walk all the way into the other room when there is a phone directly behind him in the kitchen? Because like, he's there's gonna, a cord be- phone right there. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we, we got we to gotta get him away from the parents. So, so yeah. Corey gets we gotta up, get him away from the parents so he can lie. the other room. And then can we talk about, I think we've mentioned it briefly, but Ben hanging up phones all season has really He's a bad phone actor. I wrote bad phone actor. Every time he doesn't hit a button, but he puts the antenna down. Even when the antenna hasn't been up, he does the exact same move every time. It's like like a weird nervous tick. He just can't figure out how to deal with a phone. Also, guys, he has Topanga's phone number memorized. Yep. Right. He He just picks up the phone, hits a a few numbers, and then is on the phone with Topanga. 
that's funny. I, I do. Love I do remember every everybody's phone number memorized in my me hometown. Too. Like oh, yeah. I knew everybody in my class, and I still to this day can recite like uh, phone numbers for uh, people I grew really? up with. Yeah, I can yeah. do that too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, we, I, but the thing is, so Ben is so good as Corey. So yes. good. Yeah. Until you put a phone in his hands. I know. <laughs> he so one of my favorite things. He was like, um, "Hi, is Topanga there?" Yes. No, I did mean physically. Hey, Topanga. Like, whoa. Right. Did, no did pauses. Even hand, rushes through. <laughs> hand the phone. Anybody else? Like, give it a second. Is she? Is she just standing there waiting for the phone to come? And then it's like, uh, uh, I'm sick. Bye. Click. And it's like, no, you didn't hang up. You no, didn't have know. enough numbers. But he said it all season. It. Like yes. when we did the betting episode, he's on the phone like four times, and each time he's just not pulling the antenna up, but putting it down, not putting a button to turn it on. Not you know, it's like it's just yeah, yeah. bad not phone, phone acting. acting. Yeah, phone, phone acting, acting is not Ben's forte. He's not, not Bob yet. Newhart. Let's it, see if he gets exactly. better by season seven. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, we'll not see. not the best phone actor. <laughs> so uh, we're in the living room. Corey is throwing laundry into the laundry basket, practicing his basketball shot when there's a knock at the door. And it's Topanga. Corey quickly pretends he's sick and she gives him a, de- a tea to detoxify his aura. And I remember everything about this thermos yep. and the way it felt and the tea. And I remember this all of this. The best scene. Well, arguably yeah. the best scene in the in the seven years of the show. Yep. In oh my, my opinion, gosh, it's up there. Maybe much. It's up there. No, I am telling you from everything from the run throughs. I remember <laughs> watching you block this scene. I remember yeah, watching the rehearsals of this scene. I remember it killing but it every run through. Actually, it really? Was, because what I yeah. remember is that it really came alive on tape night. That too. So I wonder if it went through major changes until the last minute. Because I remember it being sort of a live wire event. Like I remember us all... Yeah. Watching at the monitor, kind of feeling like, is this working? And I wonder if that's because it changed drastically at last minute. Like something happened. I feel like it was a rewrite or something. Because I don't to know. Me, I, don't I don't remember. remember it as I just runters. remember I, it was. Oh, ins- I don't remember I it changing. It. It I remember okay. that what happened on show night is everyone being shocked at how totally invested the audience was. And they were. Maybe that's what it was. And that that was the feeling. It's kind of like during the week, it was like, oh, that's a cute scene. And then on the show night being like, people are electrified by this relationship. And there's something, it was like a buzz. It was truly electricity about the scene that I don't think anybody anticipated. I think everyone thought that's a fine scene. It's cute. There's this cute moment where I think it was leading up to them hands touching. The hands touching will be the big moment, but actually all the little moments before then were also perfect explosive yeah. and it was yeah. i remember being like Ryder said we're, we're standing around all of us are around the monitor at that point mm-hmm. watching it happen and michael turned when when the handshake does when the, the touching does happen which we'll get into michael turned to somebody and said this is the show mm. i remember i'll never forget so that he funny. said this is the show so it was that moment that's why i think it's such an important I mean, not just for Corey and Topanga, but for the whole show. It was just so yeah. important. Well, but I mean, it's just, the whole show became Corey yeah. and Topanga, right? I yeah. mean, it, like, this is the central relationship of Boy Meets World. Like, this is yeah. how yeah. Corey becomes a man, right? It's yeah. like his yeah. love for Topanga is his education, is his growth. And it's, you know, because of the success of this scene. The two of yeah. you were just... agreed. It's just a perfect scene. I mean, every yeah. every agreed. beat lands perfectly. It's so funny. It's, it's well, really wonderful. Well, I mean, think about wonderful. it. If this scene did not work at all, it mm-hmm. was just kind of another scene that came and went, 
Topanga easily could have just been yep. another person yep. that we maybe was in the a classroom. New, a new character for a girlfriend yep. next yeah. season. Let's yep. bring well, somebody else in, but it worked so well. And I, my grandfather, who is about to turn 99 years old. Wow. So he would have been 68 at the time that we were doing this, or maybe 69. And he was there for the taping. And he loves to tell me the story that during this scene... At one point, Michael, you know, Michael always stood really close to the monitors. And at one point during the scene, we we finished it. And Michael touched my face and said, what a find. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> Isn't that cool? My there grandfather, because my grandfather watched it happen, you know, like he was sitting in the audience, but could see the monitors. And my grandfather, of course, is like my number one fan, just of the course. biggest, Aww. you know. And so he was, you know, my grandfather was like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. And to see Michael come and compliment me like that and acknowledge yeah. that just, you know, and so he yeah. was so excited to tell us, guess what he said about you? And so that Aww. was, but that's a very, this is that's the a scene. sweet this moment. This is the scene that And then it Topanga. only took two years to make you a regular. Yeah, exactly. And you just got guest cars <laughs> yeah, well, every once I, in a while. I'm and telling you, no my, guarantees mom's, and, uh, my mom swears that I was already, that in the first season, they did make me a series regular. I just wasn't no. credited, but I, I no. know, I, no, listen, no, you did not become a series regular until Jennifer season three. No, we can bring show. Judy Savage on. I remember negotiations. Like we had the same agent and it was a big yeah. deal that they did not make you a regular or even guarantee a certain amount of episodes. Maybe, yeah. maybe you got, you know, nine out of 13 or some guarantee yeah. by second season. But I remember you were not a regular until season three or four and it was a big mm. deal. And it was yeah. ridiculously. We should have Judy Savage on. We could. Yeah. I, I had Let's lunch with that. her three years ago. It was great. Oh my gosh. Let's please do yeah. that. I want to have Judy Savage on. Okay, so... Topanga says, now this is the scene where, as much as we just complimented me, I am so bad in this scene. I am telegraphing everything. Everything. I don't, think you're bad. I don't either. I thought you're great in this Topanga, scene. Topanga, I'm sorry if I bothered you with the tea. I just wanted to make sure you That's were true. feeling That was a little okay. much. It was a little much. I'll give it a to real, you. Yeah. A real pouty, like, just wanted to make sure you were okay. I'm like, just a cute little girl. I'm just a little girl. Terrible. That's a okay? good voice, I, I like that. Thanks. Okay, I'm going to workshop that. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk to the door and then she's like, okay, you know, Corey says, okay, I'm not sick. He just isn't ready to go on a date. And she says, well, that's okay. Jedediah and Chloe have always told me to listen to my inner voice. It'll let you know what's true for you. And then... He says, yeah, you know, they've also told me the same thing, but the planets weren't swirling around my head. And then I start to <laughs> oh, leave we, again. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we blew past the worst joke of the entire season. I hope a you're not talking about the- gym socks oh. is like the dumbest joke I've ever- I thought like, you were going to do the good Lincoln assassination socks. joke. It's a bunch of jokes. It's like, oh my God. Oh, like that's actually, like Will, the worst. You have a very good point. The Lincoln assassination, Lincoln assassination joke, joke is way joke. worse than bunch of gym okay. socks. It's like, what, what, where, who's- what? A Lincoln assassination joke. Best before the Lincoln assassination. Too, too soon? I mean, like, what is, what, what's happening with that? Who's, what, what 11-year-old throws out a random Lincoln assassination well, it's a, it's joke? a reference to the 1935 Daniel's Red Jalopy. Exactly. Run him, run him, cowboy. Run him, run him, cowboy. Exactly. It's like, what the hell is that? A Lincoln assassination. Yeah. Zing. Gotcha. Lincoln assassination. All right. Enjoy but- the play, Mr. President. 
Yeah, it's like, what the hell? Uh, that's funny. I, the bunch of gym socks. Is bunch of tea a real thing or did they make I it up? Know. I think they made it up just to be able to make the joke. I've never heard of. Oh, okay. I'm looking this up now. <laughs> Look it up, please. But then here's tea? another terrible moment for my acting when I'm about to leave again and you can tell that I'm stalling because I tap my finger on the doorknob. <laughs> All right, bunch like, of tea is a real thing. It's a type of green oh. tea. Okay. All right. So, do you All take right. it back? Do you love the joke now? It's hysterical. It's so <laughs> clever. It's so brilliant. brilliant. Right? Oh, I love it so much. Oh, wow. So, like I, James Madison. What? Like what? How can I you can tell through? Topanga doesn't want to go. President Garfield does... once said. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's not even a good president. Okay, Mr. James Polk. Like, what? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Who's writing these? Oy. So, Jabanga oh. doesn't want to go. She taps her finger on the door. She tells she's, I'm thinking. I'm like doing thinking face. And then I turn around and thinking I say, face. can I ask you a personal question? Why are there socks all over the floor? Which... So I had a little bit of a problem with this. I'm stalling because I don't want to leave. And then I turn around and ask a perfectly natural question. Why do you have socks all over your floor? I thought I could have come up with something that was actually, I, well, anyway, it was terrible acting. Just uh, all, that's all I care about. I was terrible. Wait, I have Why a question. Are, I have a yeah. question. Do you think by this point, were you playing it this way? Or do you think by this point, Topanga has a crush on Corey? I, okay, so that's what I was trying to remember. I do remember the scene very well. And I do think I was getting notes about, and I don't know, it wasn't telling me, hey, telegraph more. Right. But I do think they wanted it to be obvious that Topanga had also received her telegram. Mm -hmm. That there was the energy of, um, that it wasn't just what was happening to the boys. Obviously, right. the girl asked, you know, Brianna yeah. asked Ryder out, Hillary asked Ryder right. out. And I think they definitely wanted to make it clear that Topanga was there because she also was kind of interested. Feeling things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, she's so, also, they've also already kissed, right? We can't forget that when we first yes. met Topanga, they did kiss at the, and she instigates that. Correct. You know, she but initiated it's also, that she, fact. The way, the way she, di she did the kiss, though, was kind of, it was almost like an experiment for Topanga, where it was like, wouldn't it be funny if your first kiss was when you looked awkward and it's my first kiss, too? And it didn't seem to come from a place of, I've got a big crush on you, yeah. so much as like, I'm going to But it did come from a moment. place of maturity. Like, she yeah, kind of knew absolutely. what she was doing, and she was more mature than Ben, or than and Corey. Absolutely. already established and, that she had right. started having feelings because she had a crush on Eric. Oh, right. that's right. So right. Topanga's telegram arrived for sure. <laughs> and I think right. in the scene, I just really wanted everyone to know because I okay. did not, I did not play anything subtle. Uh, so then we walk <laughs> over her to the laundry basket and Corey is going to show Topanga how to throw socks into the laundry basket and she notice, notices his ninja turtle undies. So those funny. are great underwear. Do you have those? You, you, I don't, you but those. I would get those. In his, I don't do the tidy whitey kind of things. That right. would be weird. Right. Um, right. But a ninja turtle one? Oh <laughs> man, I'll like... do ninja turtle all day. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll go get a ninja turtle. Probably Raphael, but I would wear Donatello's too. Okay. Okay. Wow. I bet they're probably all four Ninja Turtles. I don't think they make them individually. I oh, will I bet, bet you, you anything they make yes. them individually. You have Send to us pick your emails your at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. <laughs> which turtle are you? Which turtle Actually, are you? Tell us yeah. which turtle we are. Yeah. Which turtle Ooh. is Danielle? Which turtle's Will? Which turtle I am I? I do like that idea. Yeah, because I okay. actually have a, a, a preference. 
I do. Who's your do preference? You? I'm not going to say. I want our audience oh, to okay. let me know. <laughs> I actually don't even, know, don't even know what it means. I just I think it was because I played, and I've actually played this recently, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game, like the arcade oh. game. They have it at a couple arcades that I've been to with my son, and we play it together, and I, I have my turtle. Okay. So, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair Interesting. Enough. What turtle is But writer? I don't wear the underwear. Well, okay. then you're only that doing it half yet. Right. Childish. Go get it at Costco. You can buy them in bulk. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So Corey makes a basket and does all the color commentary for it. And it's great. It's another one of those great Ben showcases where he kind of runs around and does the color commentary, makes a basket. And then again, in the most terrible acting, I say, I could never do that. 
It's just truly terrible. And Corey, <laughs> it's not then, though, it's not. It's so bad for being such a wonderful scene. I am truly you terrible know, in it. Oh, I, I I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yes. Can we crack a little bit of a door open? Yeah. And yes, Danielle, you are a fabulous actor. You have. You are. I like working with you on Girl Meets World. I had such a revelation of like how good you are, how funny you are, how much you understand. But. Back then, back during, yeah. I don't think you were very good. No! It's amazing that the scene works. Really? And I want to be honest about it. Like, I don't think you're very, you're doing like a monotone delivery. You're just kind yeah. of like showing up and modeling the scene. Yes, it still worked because the scene is well written. It was great. But no, no, uh-uh. I don't think Danielle learned to act till much later. <laughs> maybe much, I didn't like, watch it later. like that then. Maybe I, I, maybe I, I didn't watch I watched no, it for like I, the, how I, sweet I want to be honest about that. I think you no. are an incredible actor, but you did not know how to act back then. Not, like, it doesn't feel like natural. It doesn't feel real there's nope. nothing relaxed wow. it feels like you are being told how to deliver lines yes, and you are delivering I them i didn't know you, you are a puppet doing the thing and it's worse oh, but it's watch not it the same thing as acting no I got, oh by the way for the record before i came on to girl meets world i would like to uh, verify that writer and i actually had a conversation where he was like i never realized how good danielle is Aww. So I can Stop. verify that conversation. Yes. That, that He said that to me before I even got there. He's like, that she is so good. He's like, I did not realize how funny and everything he was. So yes, I can, oh, I can verify thanks. that's a real thing. That's so that's, nice. That's, I wasn't going to feel bad about myself, even if you didn't say that, but that's very nice. No, but it's true. In this scene, especially, it's really on display because it is a very long scene. Yep. And um, in the you know first episode with Topanga, where I'm, I'm weird, that's the point of it. And so mm-hmm. some of it you know works more. Um, but yeah. man, in this scene, it feels so uncomfortable. Oh, I gotta and, watch it again. I mean, I think it's still so sweet. Like, that's maybe the thing. That I didn't I, see I, that. I, no, it, yeah, exactly. The scene still works. It's it's functioning. I'm just yeah, like it's I, functioning knowing, in spite of what yes. I'm doing. It is yes. working anyway, not yes. because of. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it. I right. mean, yeah. Which it is, is how just, child you actors talk about, are in a lot of yes, cases. You know what I mean? Like often, you are watching kid actors deliver lines like that's not yeah. the same thing as being an actor right like correct and it, like will like you know you talk about how you learn to act by the sure. end of the season you're in control of the scenes you're in control yeah. of your delivery you're, do, you're making choices i don't think i'm watching a young actress make any choices i am watching I somebody deliver with you it, no. you're like set a tone and how you deliver your line and you're doing it and it's fine yep. it totally works but that's not the same thing as being a, a real actor like you know, I, don't know. I thought i thought that the the kind of monotone delivery and everything i thought worked really well against Ben's big color commentary. It totally does. It yeah. totally does. But, but that's to not writer's the same point, thing. it does sound, and I, what, the, what I said at the start of recapping the scene was I remember this scene very well and what I remember is getting a lot of notes. Getting I remember yeah. a lot of notes and so it feels yep. as though very much I was spoon fed Just say it like this, say it like this, say it like this. And telegraph this. And I don't know, I'm not blaming my performance on other people. I I just do remember there being a lot of back and forth about Mm -hmm. what I was supposed to be doing and how I was supposed to be feeling and what what was going on and whether or not I just wasn't nailing it and that's why my performance is bad or if I nailed what they were telling me to do and that's why it feels spoon fed yep. I don't know but either I gotta way, go back and watch it again as an I'm actor I guess Danielle. I watched it as a total fan because I love the scene so much so I yeah. didn't maybe I was just oblivious to it but I want to mm-hmm. go back and watch it again yeah, yeah. so Corey Corey makes a basket and then she, I say I could never do that and Corey does the color commentary for me and instead of moving around the house <laughs> I just <laughs> totally stand there and then he says and slam dunk and I just walk very politely <laughs> to the front of the laundry basket so and place it in the basket. And uh, I say, look, we both made a basket. The best line of the scene. It's so yep. good. 
So then we um, we play one on one and I easily make a basket, which if I'm not mistaken, I made the basket every single time. time. I think you did, too. I think you did. too. I never missed. I think you did. too. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Never missed. Uh, Which really wasn't hard. Let's be honest. But (laughs) what a find. What, what a fine. What a she fine. can make baskets. She can she make can baskets. Do it every day. That's, now now let's give fine. her a Ulysses S. Grant joke and see if she can nail it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then Corey and Topanga high five. And uh, I awkwardly shoot my eyes to, the, to our hands. And Corey not? does the awkward Sean laugh. And he realizes in that moment he has gotten his puberty telegram. He covers his mouth. He's shocked. Yeah. Which I thought was the end of the scene. I actually thought Me that that too. was the way it was going to end. And it, so I was interested to see that it went on. And it, it should have it kind of probably, yeah. But yeah. It probably should have ended. I yeah, thought the same yeah. thing because it seems like a, a, a tight button. But yeah. then I also really like the scene that follows with them. It's, it feels like another scene, but it's a yeah. nice one because it's yeah. it's actually connecting and actually, yeah. you know, getting along. I don't know. It was cool. This it, is a in long my mind, this is where it ended. scene. Yeah. It is it's a, a long scene. It's a play. It is. But yeah. now, so, okay, script-wise... Mm-hmm. How long do you think this scene would have been? This is probably a ten or eleven page scene, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah, eleven, I think twelve so, pages. Yeah. I would have said eleven or twelve. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's it's basically that's, an entire act. It's yeah. the entire yeah. That's a huge long scene for a fifty page script when twelve pages or yes. so is yeah. one scene. Yeah, that's yeah. In, that's incredible. Yeah, amazing. So Corey asks Topanga what he should get his mom for Mother's Day, and Topanga says he can never go wrong with something from the heart. And then he makes a joke, and she leans back into him, says, "You're killing me, Corey." And Which I uh, love that. See, that so moment cute. is like because it's a very non-Topanga thing to say. It's actually a very Corey thing to say. You're killing yeah. me. And so for her to say it, it felt felt just natural. It felt like an evolution of the character. They're getting closer to each other and personality. It was just great. It was such a nice. Yeah. Moment. Now you're sitting. You're leaning back on his hand, right? Right. Yeah, like kind of on his arm, almost like he awkwardly has his arm a little bit around me, but it's just behind my back. And so us touching in that way is what makes him do the awkward little laugh again. Was Ben uncomfortable? Do you remember if he was uncomfortable? I don't know how uncomfortable he was during the scene in the hallway originally. Was he still uncomfortable around you with that kind of stuff? nothing like the hallway scene. No, okay, of course. Sure, we were both kind of, you know, awkward, but it was it was actually just really fun. You know, it was Ben's, one of Ben's favorite things, basketball. Yeah. And, and he got to really like kind of control and dominate. And then he and the audience loved it. You guys were getting yeah. great laughs. Like I remember yeah. the energy was so fun like it was well, like, there was clapping oh, was this the first like spontaneous clapping from the audience I, that when that she slammed dunks it was either uh, the slam dunk well, lee, or the, lee got or applause as, uh, on his exit after the um when he showed up kind of drunk or disheveled in that oh, one right. scene right. he got right. spontaneous applause on his exit so that, mu- that might have been the first one then. yeah okay okay so then we are in the Matthews backyard. Corey is doing schoolwork in the backyard and Side Eric yard. and Sean are there. Eric is in the leather jacket. The leather jacket. Hold on to, to the, the night. night. The Richard Marks oh, jacket. It looks shiny and new too. It I, was I could, a I could, wonderful I was like, jacket. I feel like there was more wear and tear on it, yes. but I guess that was when I wore it. When it was I know. Seven I guess years you later. weathered really it yourself. Weathered it. Yep. Yeah, because it does look like a brand new it leather. Looks- it was almost like, that's not the jacket. Yeah. It is the jacket. But it is. It's glorious. So Eric asks how Sean's date went. It was his second date with Hillary, but Sean admits it's probably his last. Sean says he's a 13-year-old burnout. And Corey says, maybe it's just Mercury in retrospect. That's something Topanga filled him in on. Mm-hmm. And Eric and Sean tease Corey for being on a date with Topanga on the couch. And even though Corey thinks it was nothing, Eric and Sean explain how him t- hanging out with Topanga was a date. And you guys yeah. remember the scene very well. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
It was the last scene we filmed. Yeah. So it was the end of the year. And it could have been year, the last goodbye. scene we ever did. I mean, we didn't know we yeah. were picked up for season two yeah, yet. Of course, so yeah. There yeah. was a chance that this was it. This was the, the last we were going to see each other, the last we were going to work together. I mean, that was this. we were done as far as we knew. I re- so. just remember enjoying the scene. I think it was in part because it was like other times when the three of us were in scenes, it was like we're we're in story, we're stressed out, we're dealing with a hijinks situation. And this was just like us chatting, like just like yeah. three yeah. characters. Guy talking. Talk. Guy, yeah. yeah. And like, I remember feeling older doing this scene. Like I remember maybe it was just because Will was older and we got to work with him. And But we just, I just remember owning the scene and being like, yeah, this is fun. And well, we did it in front the of the audience. Well, also the subject matter is we're yeah. entering a new phase of life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was exciting. It was like and what kind we were of together was now, what we were experiencing. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could yeah. talk to, you know, Eric could talk to Sean because he was on his level already. And now we can yeah. talk to Corey too because you, like Danielle's saying, you got your telegram. Yeah. Telegram? Telegraph? More. Telegram. <laughs> so that, you got that. Yep. And now it's like we can all have these conversations. It was, yeah, yeah. it was fun. This was a cool scene. So then we are in the school hallway and Corey makes sure he clarifies to Topanga. Wearing a great dress, I remember loving. Great dress, yep. Just, uh, we just want to clarify, we were not on a date at his house. And Topanga says she's not into labels, but Corey wants to make sure it is not labeled a date. Topanga says, fine, it wasn't a date. And then she walks off and Corey follows her and says, hey, your idea for a poem for my mom for Mother's Day was really great. She cried. Corey says that Topanga seems to know a lot about women. And she says, well, I'm going to grow up to be one. And then she fixes his collar and walks off. And Corey defensively messes up his collar again, but then smiles, thinks better of it, and returns it back down. And the rest is history. The rest. And the rest is history. Almost no Bill Daniels in this episode. This is the first episode with almost no Feeney. Does he have anything to do? In the beginning, no. In the beginning, in the classroom, when they show the video. The video. That's it. That's it. I wonder if Bill had finals. That must be it. He was had his Bill SATs. He had his SATs this week. And they're Bill Daniels aged SATs. Oh so it's God, like, how many of the 48 states can you name? You know, that <laughs> that kind of thing. Someday when we go to the moon, how long will it take to get there? Um, yeah, just oh Bill Daniels. Were the were the parent yeah, the parents had a scene. Right. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they, that's, they included Topanga. Yeah, yeah, it's not fair. I'm to sorry. Have... I can't now think of anything but Bill taking finals. Like just <laughs> sitting in the classroom with a number two pencil. Scantron. <laughs> for everybody who doesn't know, by the way, for that inside joke, which we've talked about, I think briefly, is whenever Eric had his, his own episode, it was because Ben had finals that week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was part of Ben's contract, if I remember, yeah. that he yeah. got a week off to do finals for school because and his it parents was always really an Eric wanted to make sure he never fell behind so. in school. But, <laughs> Yeah. Bill was in finals <laughs> that week. <laughs> it must have been. Uh, oh, so awesome. then our button is in the school hallway. Sean says to Corey that Minkus was right again, but this time it was about girls. Corey and Sean made it through their first dates and they're still friends, which is cool. And that will always be the case. They say they're going to stick together no matter what they face. And then Hillary and Topanga walk by saying, hi, Sean. Hi, Corey. And the boys jump up, say, see ya, and they go running after the girls. And there's the whole tension of Boy Meets World established in one scene. We're going to do this a lot. <laughs> yep. And that's yeah. the end of our episode. Oh, it, was a good, it was a good episode. It was a really it's good great episode. episode. Yeah. It was a, a great classic. episode, except yep. for every moment with me. But... <laughs> I have but, to go back no, and watch it, it again to see how terrible apparently you were. Still, it still worked, which is, totally like Ryder works. said, is really, really amazing because it, imagine if I had been good. What could it have been had I been good? I don't know. 
But boy, oh boy. <laughs> Guys, I was like <laughs> uncomfy. I, I was uncomfy. <laughs> The wolf. I was watching it like I am sweating. Uh, I'm sweating now talking about it. It's oh like, whoa, God. that was bad. Oh, I gotta but, go watch it. Oh I gotta God. watch it. Oh yeah, watch it again. It. I'm telling you, and you please, will be uncomfy now. Go watch. Uh, go watch Alan fill up a giant glass milk glass with <laughs> I hot do coffee. See that too. For some reason. <sighs> well, yes. thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram Pod Meets World Show. You can email us at Pod Meets World Show at gmail And we have merch. Merch. Podmeetsworldshow.com. Um, our next episode that we will be recapping is season one, episode 22. I dream of Feeny. It's the season one finale. It We're aired May it to 13th. the end of season one. Guys. I know. You guys. Okay, so here's the math. Okay. Well, first of all, let me tell you, it aired May 13th, 1994, which is um nine days after my birthday. Eight that days is, after my yeah, birthday. that is two months and two days uh, before <laughs> yeah. my birthday. And it's so. not an eleven. It's not so, just so, know, it's so there's nothing magical about it. But if you add five it. and one and three together, <laughs> and that you. gives you nine, Thank and then you. the one of 1994. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> you something were going to do about the math. This, something about math. The math. Thank oh. you for reminding me. <laughs> something about math. The math is we have been, our show has now been on for almost, Pod Meets World has been on for almost six months, which means... We only have three years left, and we will have done, if we stay on this pace, we will, in three years, have covered all seven seasons of Boy Meets World. Now, we could pick up the pace. We could do less interviews and more recaps. We could just do more recaps. We, there are tons of things we could do if we want to speed the process up. Mm. I, I, I'm okay with it. I think yeah, I think we're. Yeah. I, I I mean I'm. I, I again. Are we? Are we have also talked about. Are we going to start the new podcast about the? We're going to be the re-listen of the first season of this podcast. Right. Well, that's <laughs> what we're going to do when this podcast is over. We're going to do the re-listen. <laughs> going to go back to the re-listen. Of, yeah. of what? Like, oh my God! Do you? Remember? I didn't even. I can't remember believe I said that. <laughs> can't believe this happened that first time that we were doing this podcast. Yeah. I forgot yeah. all about Shady Melon. That's that's crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> We've done a lot of unpacking. I know. We've done we a have. lot of unpacking. We've, we've it's been a lot of therapy. A lot of, the suitcase is large. Yeah. Speaking of there. which, before we ever started the show, Ryder made a joke in our group chat about bringing on a therapist. <laughs> I do think it would be really funny. I don't know if it's in season two. I don't know wow. if it's in season three. But we should bring on a child psychologist yes. to talk to us about... Yes. I bet you there's, a, I bet you there's the therapist in Hollywood who specializes in child actors too, Guys, who has, has one, lots of experience. There's a fan who listens, who's already reached out to us. All right. Who's a therapist or just a, a fan? Because that's two nope, totally different things. A therapist. Who yeah. wants to come on and- Who has said they've picked up on some things based on parts of our personality oh, where we talk yes. about our personal lives. Yes. Oh, come And they, they want to talk about where they think maybe some of it stems from. Well, obviously, I'm going to so, be the guy with Pod the Peter meets, Pan syndrome. Pod meets therapist couch. <laughs> Pod meets therapy couch. Pod meets couch. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I love, I love it. Anyway. By the end, we're not going to be speaking to each other. It's like I can't, I can't anymore with you. I can't do this anymore. I also think we should bring on a um, a phone acting coach. Oh, okay. Who <laughs> just idea. teaches just... phone acting. I think that would be nineties <laughs> phone acting. I bet you Chris Kyer can 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 oh, Chris Kyer can bust through it how to although he didn't help Ben, obviously. So no, yeah, just... he really let us down there. <laughs> oh man, a therapy session actually sounds like horribly fun. fun. I know. We'll have to do it. We'll do it. Anyway, Will, send us out. 
We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production Danielle Romo. Producer and editor Tara Sudbach. Producer Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. And you can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.